Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan Jesse Go, we take an hour to round up the world's top news and provide you with hot takes and insights on everything that matters, particularly in the area of foreign policy. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. Just, I got a little. Got a little bug up my ass, but not a bad one. Yeah. A fun one. A fun bug? What if? Yeah. Just this week. Right. We got a great guest here. Mm-hmm. What if just for this week? Just this week. Because normally. Normally what we do. We'd be talking about the State Department. Sure. We'd be, we'd basically, I'm going to be honest, Jordan, I don't mean to lay bare our production process. We'd be reading The Economist and then sort of rewriting the articles. Iran-Contra, comma, repercussions of. Exactly. You can still feel it today anyway. That's an example of one of the index cards we would have accessed. Yeah. What if, just for this week. Just this week. We ditch the Brainiac stuff. See a Poindexter. Yeah, see a Poindexter. We'll, We'll see you later in the library. Right. And we just fuck off. We gab. We chat. We laugh, maybe we learn something, and if we don't, who the fuck cares? So you're saying we'll find out what happens when the Beltway wonks loosen their bow ties. Sure. Are we the Beltway wonks? Yeah. Yeah. Muss up their side parts Mm -hmm. and get wild. Yeah. It'll be like when the Capitol Steps all had those pot brownies. (laughs) Yeah, or when Ann Coulter and George F. Will fucked. (laughs) Sure. Like, hey, what if we fucked? <laughs> That'd be kind of weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't want to meet the person who jacks off to the thought of that. <laughs> Someone does. <laughs> George F. Will adjusting his little glasses. <laughs> I wear these when I fuck. <laughs> Have you read my book about oral Hershiser? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Great. Let's go ahead and do that. I I will uh, push aside this mountain of research. Sure. And uh, I will uh, approach this program, Tabula Rasa. I saw a funny label this week. Really? We can get, we can talk about that. I saw a type of electronics device. Oh my gosh. So we each have brought one topic to yeah, the mix. Yeah, yeah. Plus we've got a guest on the program, so we'll introduce her and... We'll see where this wild ride ends. I love it. Mr. Toad, step aside. A grizzly This is the up. original wild ride, <laughs> even though yours came before this. <laughs> I think that we would accept a Mr. Toad's wild ride level of popularity in the context of the world of podcasting. Oh, like if as many people listen to this podcast per week as go on Mr. Toad's wild ride per week? Or just if we were a 30th percentile podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I think probably more people want to go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride than on, like, the Peter Pan ride. Yeah, Just well, the Peter Pan ride. it's got a little ride. bit of a reputation. Well, I guess, I guess here's what, what you're going against. Okay. Peter Pan, you have the feeling of flight. Right. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you learn what it's like to go to hell. <laughs> so it's just like, which do you prefer? Are you a flight guy or are you a hell guy? Okay, so 15th percentile. Yeah. So I think what I Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is probably take. the worst. Maybe the only worst ride at Disneyland is, like... Storybook cruise through the whale's mouth. Right. Yeah. I think... So second worst. I would take second worst. I would love second worst. I would love to stand on someone's shoulders. That would be amazing. Everybody loves onions. (laughs) 
I don't know. Is that a podcast? I think so. Yeah. Fuck them. I'm sure they're great. <laughs> I think that's like the shitty Keith and the girl. Okay. I think. Okay. I don't, I've never heard any of these shows. <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would take that. Great. Just if someone, just a, just a few confused European tourists blundered into Jordan Jesse Go once in a while. Yeah. Found out what hell is and left. <laughs> or maybe just daddy needs to go somewhere because he's hot. Went to go get a dole whip. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. Or maybe like teenagers who are shrewmen. Yeah. Need like some stimulus. Exactly. That's when they either go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride yep. or put on this podcast. I think that's a good call. Hey, shrewman teens. <laughs> you guys listening? Wow, 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 yow, wow. Oh, you're running through a forest. You're running through a forest. <laughs> oh, smack, you hit a tree. Our guest this week is... Uh, Just one... kidding, guys. Here's some bananas. She's she's one of the co-hosts of MaximumFun.org's very own smash hit wrestling program, Tights and Fights. Her name is Danielle Radford. Oh, hello. Stand-up comic as well. Mm-hmm. Beloved stand-up comic. Small screen personality. Yeah, on the Screen Junkies Network. Yes, you can find me on the YouTubes talking about um, nerd stuff. And then I'm also on the YouTubes talking about fat girl stuff. So that's dope. I got dope. two. Dope. Two categories. Two that's a twofer. Yeah. I'm a twofer. Um, so I want to talk about Jesse's use of wrestling. As opposed to wrestling. Yes. Do you prefer one to the other, or is there a time when you use each? I think it depends. Yeah. Um, I like wrestling, because I feel like wrestling is very, like, everyone knows what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. if you say wrestling, then people might be, like, collegiate, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that word is that oh, you just sure, said. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But if you say wrestling, I'm like, oh, no, I get it. It's the thing that I like with the flips and the dudes, and it's when scripted. When I was in college, it was the dawn... This is the early 2000s. Ooh. It was the dawn of the... A great time for music. I think it was the, it was the dawn of what I call the Smash Mouth era. Mm-hmm. It was the dawn of the cultured sophisticates who also will tell you about why they like wrestling era. <laughs> um, and my uh, roommate Eroticus was one such man. Eroticus. Eroticus. And not his real name. No. I need it to be. I'm try- I'm basically I'm basically trying to be our friend Mike Mitchell on the Doughboys and just make sure that I use the weirdest nickname oh, sure. of every yeah. person from my past. Um uh my friend Mike Mike Manuel, aka Eroticus, um <laughs> he would talk about the Mick Foley documentary or whatever. Right. And then he would say wrestling a lot. Yeah, wrestling's just like a, it's a um, it's just like a very fun word. Now, I will admit, when you said that it was a Smash Mouth era, I was definitely hoping we were just going to talk about Smash Mouth. Uh, I don't have a podcast about Smash Mouth, but I think I I, I could have a lot to learn. It's it's been be a, it's it's been a recent popular topic on this podcast. Has it um, been? Uh, what is your do you what is your take? You apparently think that there's enough opinions and information on the band to fill a podcast. Um, I think that you could at least do 10, maybe 15 minutes on Smash Mouth. Okay. Um, I, you know, I had a friend who dated their ex something. Okay. Drummer or one of those things. Um, vice president. <laughs> yes, it was the vice president of Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, their didgeridoo player. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I just interject that I was at a thrift store in Bakersfield the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the VHS tapes as I do because I was hoping to find a copy of Bill and Ted's 
a great adventure. What's yeah. that movie called? It was Excellent Adventure, and then they had a bogus journey. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, because I was thinking I'd like to watch that movie and see if I still like it. Mm-hmm. And I came across an ironic VHS tape. I've bought many VHS tapes from my cabin, which has a TV VCR. I've bought no ironic ones. Mm-hmm. That was like my rule. I was like, <clears> if <throat> I start buying every Straight Talk for Teens videotape, I'll never have room for the, the... cartoon superstars teach you to be off drugs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if I could only get the cast of the All-Star Cafe... Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan, See, now Wayne my, Gretzky, and yeah. Bo Jackson. Yeah. One of my favorite um, is Teen Steam, but I realize now as two grown-ass men, it would be oh. very weird for you to own a copy of so Teen Steam. Teen Steam is Alyssa, Milano's. Alyssa Milano's workout video yes. that is very thrust-intensive. Yes, yeah. it is so many thrusts. And I was of an age where it was appropriate for me to watch Teen, teen Steam. Mm-hmm. I was not a teen. But I was definitely like, I want to get steamed. Um, sure. And so, yeah, there, there's, I, I still know the theme song. It's like the team steam. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to let it out. You got to let it out. No, when you it watch... up with blood. That makes it hard. <laughs> Stick it in a hole. Or put it in a hand. Let's um... grease up the hole. <laughs> Shove the meat in there. <laughs> so, were you watching for? Were you doing the fitness routines, or or were you watching? Were you watching for for steam reasons, sexual reasons? Yeah, I was discovering who I was as a person. Right. <laughs> it was definitely like um, as a young, obviously very baby queer before I, because I was like, I like guys and I like girls, so I can't be anything. But girls are just pretty, and I notice it. Mm-hmm. It was like that, like Teen Steam, Linda Carter. Um, definitely as I got older, like Xena, like those sure. were the ones where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, f- I was uncomfortably and confusingly attracted to Linda Carter as Wonder Woman as a kid. It was like in syndication on Channel 44 mm-hmm. or whatever. And I do have vivid memories of having a feeling when watching Linda Carter that confused me. Yeah, very. I was like, yeah, and, and it was the same because <clears throat> they would play it at the same time. They would play like the 1960s Batman um, in one of the many dumb areas I and grew up in. Burt Ward gave, had the same effect on you. Oh, he sure did. Oh, he sure did. Oh. I just realized Burt Ward and he was Batman's ward. Oh, That's yeah, fun for that me. Fun. Okay, uh, so oh, what I was oh, going to say I, is... I have, a, I have a Linda Carter edition. Yeah. So, I had an, a Lyft driver, uh, a Lyft driver this weekend. As of this recording, the Wonder Woman movie has not come out. My Lyft driver... Just making chit-chat like a good Lyft driver does. Sure. I don't need it, but I I appreciate that he's doing it. Yeah. He also had a little cup of Werther's Originals kind of uh, like awkwardly duct taped to his center console. <laughs> Probably isn't going to hold if he comes to a sudden stop. No. Was there a Lyft driver Willard Scott? <laughs> yeah. God, I wish. So my Lyft driver was asking cocoon me- money's, Cocoon money's not coming in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to have a side hustle, you know? Um. My Lyft driver was asking me what movies I was excited about, and he said he was excited for Wonder Woman, but really wanted to know if she would spin around to change. Oh. And I said, I didn't know if she would spin around to change. And then, like, later after we were silent, he's like, but do you think she's going to spin around to change? When the, You know when they had the glowing ball when she spun around to change? And I just had to, like, I didn't know how to get rid of this, but he just wanted, I think he thought that I knew. Oh, no. You seem like you'd know. I, you yeah, yeah. I, I get that. He should watch Screen Junkies. We've already cracked. We already know whether or not she would She spin. spins around to change. That was we we check for the hard-hitting Wonder Woman spinning news. He would already know. It's like, so 
So I got spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it yet, does she spin around to change? Uh, nope, she doesn't spin around to change. Okay, I know. But they said it was a good movie. I know. I'm sorry. The reviews have been positive. Well, maybe they saw a certain version where it's like temp effect goes here. She's spinning around to change. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the spin cut. As yeah. uh, as it's known, right? Yeah, and it's like Blade it, Runner. How there's going to yeah. be all these different cuts, and you know, yeah, you the... take out the voiceover, you put the voiceover back in. I get it. Anyway, the VHS mm. that I found and didn't buy mm-hmm. was "Learn to Play a Didgeridoo in Thirty Minutes." <laughs> that oh, is a that good, is... ironic VHS. It was Great. so hard. Besides the teen workout video that mm-hmm. I didn't buy a couple uh, a couple months ago, it was like the only one where it was really hard to leave on the shelf, and it was. Also, they were six for a dollar, and it was half off day. Mm-hmm. So it would have cost me eight cents. <laughs> what was the? Do you remember the man who was teaching you to play the didgeridoo? Did you get a look at him on the front? Uh, no, it was like it was like a didgeridoo mm. silhouetted against a grand, presumably Australian. Gotcha. Out yeah. back. So the dew was the star. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a premium dew. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty sweet dew. Man, when's that didger going to get there? Did it, did it really get there? Get in there and ditch, it's, baby. It's all about Come the dew, baby. What? Uh, okay, wait. Wrestling. Yes. Wrestling. Oh, no, Smash Mouth. What's your take on Smash Mouth? <laughs> My take on Smash Mouth? Um... I am happy that they. I'm happy that anyone's able to make money in this world. Good, right in this economy with yeah. this clown in the White House. Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> Not to boy. mention the spendocrats in comedy. Thank Congress. you, thank you. <laughs> so just anyone, anyone able able to to eke out a living, just just writing that song. Sure. Just putting it in front of them cartoon bears or whatever <laughs> yeah. bears or ogres things. Oh, Shrek's an ogre. You're thinking Shrek, of Shrek. Yeah. Shrek's an ogre. <laughs> That's just you know. Can I uh, can yes. I say something mm-hmm. real quick, please? I wouldn't elect these goofballs dog catcher. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead. That's okay, hey, well, I thought we were going to have that off. Okay, I thought we were going to have a non. It was I my just fault. Had to get that off. It my was chest. my fault for sticking it to that clown in the White House. I just have to had to get that off my chest, Danielle. I always like talking to adult wrestling fans about what is going on in wrestling now. Can yes. you give Jesse and I? A little encapsulation on wrestling's most exciting recent events. Um, well, the is most... Brutus the Barber Beefcake involved? I wish. Um, maybe soon. He might be dead. They're all dead. <laughs> They're all dead. He might be dead. Um, the most exciting thing that's happening in wrestling right now is that there is a group um, called Breezango, made of a man named Tyler Breeze, um, who is a very fancy man, mm-hmm. who wears fancy clothes, mm-hmm. and is very pretty. And I'm, I think, asexual. Does he rip them off to wrestle, or does he wrestle in the fancy clothes? He re- well, they are they are made for both wrestling and being fancy. Okay, like special, like fur for like wrestling balls. Yes, yes. Dress it's it up, they, dress like it little, down, like little furs and tassely things. Okay, and then he hangs out with this dude named Fandango, <laughs> who is a dancer. Okay, and he wears very um, fancy paisley pants. And right now, they are—they um, have decided that they are fashion police, and so they solve fashion crimes mm. um, on SmackDown. And so that is the most exciting thing. And they do a law and order thing in the beginning, where they're like, you know, blah 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 blah, these crimes, yada yada yada. Except when it comes to the dun duns. They do their own dun-duns. They say dun-dun. Yeah, they go, dun Is all of wrestling, <laughs> quick question, is all of wrestling an RA-driven beginning-of-the-year comedy show? <laughs> um, is it skits put together by RAs to teach condom <laughs> rules to new students? 
Um, sometimes it's RAs. Sometimes it's like your favorite guidance counselor in the beginning of the year who just wants to do something sure. to let you know that he's here for mm-hmm. you. Um, so good it, snap, by the way. Thank you. I just want people to know we did not add that in post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a good live snaps. <laughs> I do my own snaps. Yeah, okay. that's diegetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what I yeah no they uh. And the reason why they got to be this popular was because WWE did this thing that was essentially a four-part Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial mm-hmm. that was about um, a- an old-school wrestling federation right. filled with jokes that you would not get if you didn't understand Southern wrestling in the late 80s. <laughs> okay. And so a lot of those guys improvised and did stuff, and they were like, oh, let's let them do more stuff. And it actually um, is funnier and better than a lot of the things that are written because it turns out people are, are better at selling things that they like. So Okay. Yeah. What are their signature do they have signature moves? Um yeah, they do like a uh what he what is he he's like a pillow cake, he has like a little kicky thing. Um and then um, It's called the pillow cake? No, I think it's it's not. Does he do a Pele kick? You know, like the soccer player where you go up and you're just like, well, I'm gonna kick you in a, a whatever face. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, they just got, like Pele used to do. Yeah, just like when he would kick on people on the soccer pitch with the, <laughs> New, the with the New York Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's why Pele was arrested and mm-hmm. then um, summarily executed. Rest in peace, yeah. Pele. Rest in peace. You can't he- kick people in the face. Now, of course, that's a punishable by death. <laughs> that's how soccer. You must be killed. That's how. Those are the rules of soccer. I don't write them. So I think we we've all listen. We've all fallen in love with Dwayne the Rock Johnson these past couple of years. Yeah, it seems like talking about. President Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, anything's better than this clown. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I would rather elect a clown to be president all than this right, clown. All right. All right. That's similar okay. to mine. You're not really adding no, anything new I would to like my to, thing. I would like to elect a clown I already called him president a clown. of the United okay. States. Let's, let's okay. leave this in the... Grease paint and all. Mm. So... Hey, Jordan. Yeah, yes, Jesse. <laughs> I'm sending a package to the White House. Guess what's inside? <laughs> Uh, uh, something clown related. Too, big, big, too douche, big shoes, of shoes. Douche, yes, giant shoes. Oversized shoes. Mm-hmm. You won't believe what color they are. Probably red. As red Redis. as a bright red apple. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We all yes. love him. Yeah. John Cena, poised to become the next wrestler turned. Guy, international who, charmer. Yes, guy who's <laughs> affable and everybody says he's funny, but he's probably just having a good attitude. Yes. Yeah. Who who's next? Who is the who is the wrestling superstar of today that is going to be the the Fast and Furious edition in the tenth one? Um, if I ooh, if I had to choose, mm-hmm. which one is kind of the nice the next like goofy affable? Sure. Um, it would be fun either, muscle man. Oh uh, well, this is a fun muscle lady. Okay. Uh, her name is Bailey, mm-hmm. and she wears very bright colored clothes, and she has a side ponytail that she adjusts every time she hits people in the face. That sounds pretty good. That's so fun. That's pretty, so she's pretty great. Now, I will say this. Hmm. A less than fully compelling wrestling name. <laughs> Bailey. Yeah, we just do people's names now. You don't get to be The Rock or Triple Eights. It's just, here is a first name, and then also a last name. Okay. So do... Do the first. I've got my big it. match tonight, and I'll tell you what: if one person's going to taste the <laughs> canvas this evening, it's going to be Gil. 
Yeah, man, that 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 Bob Smith, he's really yeah. causing some problems in the cruiserweight division. It's, it's a real big hassle. Jennifer Donaldson off the top ropes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll all yeah. keep an eye out for Bailey. I think that, that would be, and she's she's got some years, but I think that she she could be a one that the people like. Oh, another one who I think really legit is uh, he is named the Miz. Mm-hmm. He, I've heard about the Miz. Yeah, the Miz used to be he was on um, the Real World before he was a wrestler. Okay, and he was like, I want to be a wrestler, and everyone was like, Shut up. Miz. And so now, but now he is. Now he's a wrestler and he's really good at the acting part of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've put him in a bunch of movies. Okay. So The Marine is a movie that John Cena did and then he pretended he was a Marine and saluted for a lot of years and no one knows why. Um, and then... This is a reference to his hit movie, The Marine. It's a reference to his hit gotcha. movie, The Marine. And so after that, John Cena, I think, only did one and then was like, I'm Marined out. And so they brought in The Miz, and now Miz has been The Marine. So The Marine is a franchise. Yes. That has been going. I think they're on number five. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been been so many directors. I need to catch up. I haven't seen a single Marine. Yeah, you have to. How are you going to watch Marine 6 if you haven't seen 1 through 5? It's going to be nonsense. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, it's A mainline in Marines. It's typically about someone who, weirdly enough, um, not still a Marine. Mm-hmm. But That's they, where they mess with you because it's like. So they like, think they've gotten out of that. that right. And then bang, 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 lifestyle. Lowly stable boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now and he's gotten out of the life and, and now and he does have to protect <laughs> usually a blonde woman. So, yes. Those blondies he's gotten, always getting into trouble. He's gotten out of the life and into the life working the streets <laughs> as a hustler. Uh, it's the Marine Five, <laughs> a professional wrestling film. Um. Do you guys want to hear about this funny label? Yeah, yes. I do. Okay, I'm going to take out a picture of this funny label. You guys are, are you guys, now just you're not a drinker, but maybe you're familiar with Tito's Vodka? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a vodka that um, is confusing to me. Yes. What its branding proposition is. Um, yeah, Danielle, Tito's Vodka, ever had it? Yes, it is a good vodka. Yes, I think so too. It's I'm not, very good not, not my usual drink of choice, but Tito's. Goes down smooth. Well, I'm... we know that you like to drink Ciroc. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, no, that's true. I don't. Yeah, if they don't have Ciroc or if they're out of Ciroc or how are you going to Ciroc the party if you don't have Ciroc? Exactly. I uh, thank you. Exactly. Is that their lo- is that their uh, uh, slogan? No, but I'm selling it now. That's yeah. really that's really sold good. sold in the room. Um, Let's so, make a feature. So I saw, <laughs> saw a bottle of Tito's. Yeah, uh, and it's it's very good. It's a nice like not you know you're not breaking the bank, but a definite step up. From the well decision, Tito's vodka. So they have a little uh, like paper ring around the bottle that has that has like good reviews of Tito's. Uh, just letting you know that this is an acclaimed product. So here, I'll, I'm reading the label to you. Exceptionally clean, smooth, and easy drinking. L.A. Times. Impeccable quality, delicious. Spirit Journal. Smooth. And I mean really smooth. CNN. <laughs> who? Who? I don't, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer. Blitzer. Blitzer, right? Blitzer's <laughs> pounding it on air and letting you know how it goes down. It's, it's the Blitz report. Yeah, yeah. Blitzed with Blitzer. It's right there. Um, yeah, where are they drinking mid-range vodkas on CNN and telling you how about it? 
Yeah, the Situation Room, apparently. I guess so. Right right square in there at the vodka bar. I guess Anthony Bourdain is on CNN, right? Yeah. Okay, well then that's a... So then you should say Anthony Bourdain, right? Do you think Kamau just took a took a minute away from talking <laughs> oh, yeah. to uh, white separatists or mm-hmm. whatever and went ahead and, and did a couple quick liquor reviews? Yeah. So, I'm sorry, Richard Spencer. Just hold on one second. Before we continue... <laughs> Um, I just want to say that Tito's vodka is the vodka of choice um, for people who speak with white supremacists. On air. And it's not it. And just that that review, it seems so off the cuff, smooth. And I mean, really smooth. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. it does seem like it was that was in the moment. You know, that wasn't an editorial someone had written. Yeah, that's passion. Yeah, like you just I mean. Really I mean, really smooth. smooth. Anyway. But yeah, it seems like if Bourdain said that, you put Bourdain, you know? Yeah. But he probably didn't say that, right? No, he's too busy eating squids or whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he was probably like, it's vodka. I drank it. Mm-hmm. I would also put that on a vodka label, though. If, if Bourdain was like, it's vodka. I drank it. I'd be like, yeah, that'll sell. That's pretty good, honestly. That's a good. Are those little octopuses mm-hmm. that you get when you order squids, are those squids? Are those baby squids or are they little octopuses? Jesse, I'm going to tell you, I have no idea. And this has been sticking in my craw for a while. Really? I don't know what those are either. I love eating them because it makes me feel powerful. Mm -hmm. I just like how big it makes my hands look. Oh, yes. We're just like, that's what I, that's how I feel. You could pretend I ate your babies or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I ate a whole thing, a whole being. (laughs) But like, is. Yeah, I don't know what those are from. Okay, Daniel. Look that up. Find out. I want to know. Because I want to know. It's just important. Yeah. No, I get that. I want to know. God damn it. Fuck. I have my own fucking podcast. And I gotta want to find out what that animal is. Yeah. Why have a podcast? Can I tell you what I... The electronic item that I... Yes, s- please. I sub- So, I've been using Reddit on my phone to pass the time lately. Mm. Because I found that reading the New York Times and the New Yorker, which is what I used to do, was upsetting me. Hmm. And I'll, I'll look at the baseball news, but I run out of baseball news. They only play one game a day. Mm-hmm. So when you're, whenever you're uh, doing your phone reading time, in my case, often it's when I'm uh, sitting in my kid's room waiting for them to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you run out of I, – I read the game story and then it's done. And then I read a rumor and then that's done and that's the end of that, right? So I, I, I've been looking for Reddits. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to the VHS tape Reddit. It's a very beautiful and strange world. I bet. There's no agreed upon reason to collect VHS tapes. Yeah. I think mm. our 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 generation, I think we have a couple of things that we just like to see. Yeah. One of them, a mixtape. Right. right. If, a, if a movie or TV show fixtures a mixtape at all in any capacity... We love it. Yep. And yeah, and I think VHS tapes go in that zone of yeah. like we just like to see them. Like a few of the people a few of the people in there will will uh post like a weird horror movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, sure." Yeah, but because that's something that probably is not on yeah, DVD like or is in some yeah. weird Dutch. And you're Stuart Wellington sure. from the yeah. Flop House, and you love to learn, know about a thing that, it, you know, like a weird. A, ha- a hammer movie, a hammer yeah. horror movie. Mm. Exactly. So some people are that. Mm-hmm. But usually it's like the post is just like, hey, check out my haul. 
And then they post a and they have like Die Hard three, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Sure. Oh. What? Who? What is the theme? Does your collection have no theme? Yeah. Like, is the hey everyone post your face off? Yeah. You've <laughs> all got a face off, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know what that is. But I the one that one that I really do like, um, is uh, vintage audio, mm-hmm. and it's because I'm not a. I'm not a stereo equipment guy in the sense that I get into specs or into having like clean power sources or whatever. Uh, but I do think that old stereos are pretty and neat. So I enjoy, it's basically just people posting pictures of their stereo systems. That's fun, and it is fun. Yeah. And then, you know, they, they oh look what I got at uh, what I got look what I got at a garage sale this morning. You're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to know that. You know, point oh two percent of the people on there are jacking off. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> absolutely. Just to those wooden knobs. Yeah, I love those Oof. wooden knobs. One thing I have been, I tend to get really um, obsessed with like a subculture and then just kind of follow it. Yeah, and so that's fun. A, a subculture that I have been obsessed with on Reddit recently, there is an entire subculture of people who just complain about their mother-in-laws. <laughs> so this is like r slash borst belt it's, it's, it's r slash just no mil for mother-in-law mm-hmm. they have like their own like language and like other forums and like boards Whoa. and it's just a bunch of people who are like fucking hate my mother-in-law oh my now, god now are these like are they doing like one-liners are they like detailing the ways in which their mother-in-law makes them mad. They are detailing the ways in which their mother-in-law makes them mad. They have character names for <laughs> all of their various mothers-in-law. <laughs> um, each one gets a character name. And so people follow these sagas. And some of them are like clearly writing exercises. But some of them are like sure. just real. Where I'm like, this this is, is just enough where I believe it could be a real The character thing. names are like the badger or something like that? Yeah, it's like things like that where like one of them, like her the character name is like Stench because her, like she's like, she's just been a bad smell in our relationship. Okay. Wow. It's like things like that. And then sometimes it'll be one where I'll just be like, Wendy. Now this, is where, we got the, like, this is where we got the movie The Martian, right? Yes. Is that where this came from? Yeah, okay. it came from the Just No Mother-in-Law forums. Uh-huh. On. Yeah, but it's – it's um, it's and I love – Is it w- men or women complaining about their mothers-in-law? It is both. It is, there There is a majority of daughters-in-law. Mm-hmm. And a, oh, interesting. A very common theme is the idea that their mother-in-law views them as competition for her son's affections. Mm-hmm. And so they have a whole thing where they're like, it's a Jocasta – complex from from the the Oedip- from that thing um from Oedipus and they'll like you know it's a Jocasta thing where it's like not necessarily saying that they want to bang their son but just that they do not have appropriate boundaries sure with their son and so it's a it's a very live and bustling forum yeah uh, i think the i think that perhaps because men had more of a voice in contexts like the lockhorns <laughs> or uh, or the borscht belt uh, the stereotype is with children. that mm-hmm. men hate their mother-in-laws, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel like the uh, the relationship that women have with their mother-in-laws is so intense. 
It, it. I didn't think it was until I was reading this, and then I was like, "Wow, that's really." There's a lot of stuff about how, like, my mother-in-law wanted to be all up in my vagina in like when I was giving birth, and it's like, "Well, I could see how that would be uncomfortable," and you should yeah. be able to say who can be. How the mother-in-laws want to be up in there when they're giving birth? Right. Hells of them. That's that that yeah. One of them, I think, was also named Hell's Bells. Like they have all, <laughs> and they'll post screenshots. And they'll post them to, like, Reddit's thing, Imgur. And Imgur now is, like, its own communities and people comment on them and people will just be like, what the fuck is this? Like, because they have no idea right, that it go from. that it goes back to a post that has some context. Right. And so they're just like, I don't – why is this on – what is this? And why is it so popular? And it's hmm. usually just, like, a mother-in-law being like, you know, it must be nice to have kids who would fly out to surprise you on Mother's Day. Mm. Must be nice. Like, <laughs> the, things like that. The f- so I was on my favorite uh, slash R slash vintage audio. And I will put this in context. I uh, am a low to mid-level record collector. Have been since I was in high school. Have a significant but not huge record collection. Hundreds of records, let's say. And... Mostly, it's because a lot of the music I like isn't on CD, and or, or wasn't at the time that people use CDs. It's not on MP3 now, and and you know the other reasons. But I'm not like one of these people that says, "Oh, records are definitely better than other things," or whatever. The cassette revival recently has had no appeal for me at all. Mm. I am too squarely in the cassette generation, and understand the cassettes blue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the, like, relief when you didn't have to use cassettes. Like, when you got to have a CD player instead of a cassette player, it's like, yes. oh, fuck. It's so vivid to me still. Right. Like, that feeling when I was 12 or 13 and I got a CD player mm-hmm. was like, oh, my God, this machine is amazing. I do, like, I do I do partially understand the, like, affinity for mixtapes because I had a couple of, like, special mixtapes that, like, friends made for me. And those were, like, great. Yeah, you know? I used to make mixtapes for my wife. I made probably... 20. Yeah, oh, it's definitely that like I sent yeah, her when we nice. were when we were long distance. Yeah. I mean, all, all of that is very true. And I understand why indie mm. mu- music acts would like to sell cassettes at shows because they're easier to carry and everybody's buying it for the download code anyway and it's very expensive to get records pressed. I understand all that. So I, I'm but I'm saying for me no appeal to cassettes until I went on slash /r/ slash vintage audio and I caught a view of the Panasonic, oh, I, I I had the model name here, but it is a cassette tape changer. Okay, a, let's take a. Oh wow, yeah, this is handsome. So this, this is like is a, a, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking 1991 audience, but we're talking 1976. We're talking the dawn of cassette oh, tapes. Oh, wow. There might even be an 8-track slot in that thing, huh? It looks like uh, it's wood grain. It looks like a turntable, but where the platter of the turntable is, there's about a dozen cassette slots with cassettes in them vertically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. with the long edge going from the center to the outside of the circle. I do kind of it, – it is the kind of thing that like Don Draper would be like, you know, and then just as the music goes through your life, it goes through this circle. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Draper could sell the shit out of one of these. I I love this thing so much that I was like, I just want this in my fucking house. I want a cassette changer just to look at it and press the button. Uh, And so I went on eBay Mm -hmm. 
I'm like, I don't care if this costs $200. I just want it to look at. I'll put it on a shelf and just click, clank cassettes into and out of it. Uh, the last one on eBay sold for eight hundred dollars. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could, I could, I, I bet the the person who wants that is is ready to pay for it. Yeah, oh, I wanted it so bad. Where did that go? In the in a home? I think was that this for is just a, a home? home device. I mean, it might have been. You know, it's possible that you use it for like the soundtrack of a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. in a in your boutique. Yeah, it only yeah, plays it only various plays versions Spanish of the girl play. from Ip- yeah. Ipanema. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's it switches between Spanish the Tijuana, the Tijuana yeah. brass, and Al Hurt. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, just something. I just now all I want in the world is a cassette changer, a giant Daisy Wheel style. Then you would have to get a bunch of cassettes. Hmm. I I probably you know when I had the El Camino. My second El Camino, mm-hmm. El Jefe II, uh, El Presidente, mm-hmm. um, I only had a cassette player in there. And so sort of for the same reason that I uh, now have a sizable VHS collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I have 100 VHS tapes now or 150. I had... I had probably 50 cassette tapes that I had bought for a quarter. So you could fill up the... You so I think I could spinner. fill up the with with Randy Newman albums, mm-hmm. Run DMC albums, uh, maybe a Tony 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 kiss single that I'd say from my childhood. Lay your head on <clears throat> my pillow. As far as the like VHS people go, I not too long ago bought. I saw a five dollar Blu-ray of Edward Scissorhands. Uh-huh. You know when you go into a store and they got that bin of Blu-rays. Sure. And I'm like, ah, Edward Scissorhands. I will absolutely watch this once. Maybe twice in a couple of years. Yep. So I felt like that was a good Blu-ray purchase. Right. And I I was watching Edward Scissorhands, which I really like, and I'm like, this fucking looks wrong. The the clearness of this looks wrong. I guess the first time I watched it, it was on a VHS, and I don't know. It seems like could you should have a thing where you can flick between good and shitty, sh- good yes. and shitty, and I don't know. Take Anyways, this down to shitty. Yeah. Can I yeah. get a weird? Static bar that sometimes comes up and rests in the middle and then goes down and then Winona Ryder's skin is red. Yeah, do, I mean, do you have this in like eighty p? Can I get this in just like eighty yeah. p? How many yeah. p's are available to What's me? What's the least p's I can have? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like the the movie guys would like that. I feel like that would be a good feature. You can watch Ultra HD or you can watch. You know, shitty combo TV VCR that you had in the basement. Yeah, I I watched The Hunt for Red October on VHS. Mm-hmm. And it was at home. Yeah. On VHS. As top, the filmmaker intended. Top secret. I don't think gains a lot from <laughs> being able sure. to appreciate the film stock. Mm-hmm. Okay, but how am I going to be able to like, well, that's the one with the popcorn, right? Was there popcorn in Top no, Secret? No, I was thinking of a different. You're thinking of the brand of popcorn? Pop secret? I, no, there was what a top. No, there you're was, thinking was, of that Orville Redbacher porno. Yes, I am. It's called Where Top Secret. He and the Sun do it, <laughs> uh, and they're just <laughs> they're just having adventures, and then they sometimes they bang. Yeah, that's how it is. It's actually just like the 1960s British Avengers. Um, top Secret. Top Secret <laughs> has a lot of funny stuff in it. It's like a combination spy movie and Elvis movie parody that the Zucker Brothers made. Uh, there's a lot of funny stuff in there, but. Literally, like you, if you're at home, you haven't seen Top Secret. You don't need to make a priority mm-hmm. of seeing Top Secret. 
but there's an extended like uh, beach movie parody called Skeet Surfing, <laughs> which is just a, like a Beach Boys song that's about uh, skeet shooting on surfboards. <laughs> Real and it's, that's, that's like the funniest premise, I, they're like the most perfect premise in the history of the world. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes about like forced perspective in Top Secret. If you yeah. like forced perspective jokes and musical numbers that don't quite have enough jokes. And parodies of uh, movies that you would have seen if you were a baby boomer, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then that's a great. But then a lot of funny, uh, funny side gags. I feel like I laughed a lot uh, the, when I rewatched Top Secret. But yeah, yeah, no, it's a lot fun. Of I don't not recommend mm-hmm. it. Yeah, totally. That's a fun movie. But fucking skeet surfing <laughs> was the funniest thing. I was like, I had like, and the song goes on for the length of a whole song. Weirdly, the other songs in it not parody songs. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's that's just, a weird it's thing just, about that movie. I think they were just in, so impressed. By the magnetism of a young Val Kilmer, he is magnetic, and he's it. very magnetic. He's great. You see the you see the star he will become, and they're like, let's just let's just use this guy. You know, it's like how they'll just let Channing Tatum fucking dance in something, even though there's no dancing in the movie. Like, how can we get this? How can we get this piece of meat on his feet? And they're like tapping around. God, let's get Val Kilmer to sing "All Shook Up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel, do you do you have a collection, either wrestling or otherwise? Um, I used to collect buttons. Mm-hmm. That was a thing that I used to collect, and then I got rid of them. Um, I think right now I just collect collect like apps on my phone I'll never use. Oh, okay. I just huh? I have a very steady collection of things I've downloaded once, and for some reason can't bear to get rid of. I hoard apps. Yeah. Just on my phone. Why did I download Torpor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I can't get rid of it. What if they get rid of Torpor from the App Store and then yeah. I can never get it again? What's adult flappy bird? <laughs> <laughs> I did have the Miley bird on there for too long. It was like Miley Flap or Flappy Miley. Oh, which was, was that like a Miley Cyrus Flappy Bird. Yes. And I uh I couldn't bear to get rid of it for so long. I might still have Flappy Bird on. I mean, I'm going to say I'm going to say this to our more technically oriented listeners. Mm-hmm. The second there's an app in that app store that's a, a phone port of the classic shareware game Pong Combat, mm. I'm in. Yeah, mm. get in, in there. There are all those. There's that weird like genre of app that is like unlicensed thing that was probably made in the Philippines or whatever that is soon to get taken down. Is it, like I'm thinking of like there's a game where that's called like the Freezing Princess and it's clearly oh, yes. the Frozen Princess. And then you, she's pregnant, and you give her a cesarean, which is <laughs> I, no, that's I, that's real. It's like there's Zenda, which is a Zelda clone, but there's only one screen, and you can't do anything. So you download <laughs> it, and you're just in the one screen, and every t- and there's nothing for you to do. But now you have Zenda on. Very your complicated phone. You know timeline in that's, that game. That's how I feel when I hear about those clowns over in Congress. <laughs> okay, Jesse, we said we were going to give it a rest for one episode up at the White House. These clowns make me feel like I've downloaded a Zelda clone mm-hmm. with only one room. Uh, there was a there was a fucking clown Drake paper doll app that got taken down that I looked at pictures. I'm like, I wish I was the one guy who still had that Drake paper doll app. Oh, yeah. Because when you download them, you know, they get taken down when, mm-hmm. you know, the lawyers get a hold of it. But if you're the like, if you're the person who downloaded it in that window, then I you bet can you feel see like Drake's dick. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Full dick. And you can, I mean, it's customizable. So there's a slider and you can change the size. Oh, really? Yeah. You can change that dick. It's like um, there's one now that's going around that's just like 
celebrity men beards where you you it shows you a bunch of celebrity men and you can shave their beards and some <laughs> of them don't have beards it's like sheldon so you just shave the skin <laughs> off their face <laughs> yes it's like sheldon from um from big, big bang, bang will be on there and it's like he doesn't he, he doesn't have a, a beard but so and they're recognizable so it'll be like justin timberlake and all these dudes and you just like shave their beard off and then regrow their beard <sighs> that's I mean, more than more than point oh two percent of people are jacking off to that, right? That's got to have. Yeah, I've cranked into that a few times. Yeah, I assume there is an. I like app. them hairless. Sure, mm. I assume there's an app that's shaved and discreet, right? Like just feet, like just like Disney, but spelled with like a Z. Feet. It's just like Disney. Oh, princess. sure. That has to exist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Google. Maybe that's, that's actually – I don't, I, I don't know if you even heard this, but Quentin Tarantino recently opened a digital <laughs> I was going to say what the what – the, the, the people just – is that just like a joke you can make about Quentin Tarantino is that he likes feet? Yeah, I think that's yes. what you can say about Quentin Tarantino, right? That is cool. thing he likes it, He likes feet and saying the N-word. <laughs> those, those are two things. Those mm-hmm. are his hobbies and interests. Mm-hmm. The category hobbies and interests on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> And proficient in Excel. That's a skill, though, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a skill. It's like I'm interested in it. It's not. I don't use it a lot. Yeah, but I can make a graph in it. Yeah, like you can <laughs> meld the cells. Yeah. <laughs> I know the fill down tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. See, Some... and there's also, who is, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but who is that um, that British gentleman who was mean a lot and who um, is a news person for a reason? Oh, sure. The Pierce Morgan. Pierce, um, he also, a uh, feet thing. Really? Yeah, he Aww. posts a lot of, like... Well, if, so, if a woman is in the office, he'll be like, look at these shoes. Mm-hmm. Or like he has a, a series of posts with um, um, really famous uh, model, very tall Cindy something. Mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford, where he's like, yeah, no, like I would like she's like, oh, it's great taking off your heels. And he's like, I'll volunteer. So he's he's open about it. I don't know if he's ever been like, yo, I want to fuck them feet. Sure. But he definitely talks about feet a lot on his Twitter. Yo, I want to fuck them feet. <laughs> them. Give me them nasty little tootsies. <laughs> this little piggy. My dear. Yeah. <laughs> Show me them hooves. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel, I feel like, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, we, 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 we goof, we goof on, on the strange specific fetishes on this show. But I think, you know, all of us. Are like, hey, you like what you like, and that's great. And if you can find some people who like your deal, even better. Uh, we'll goof on you a little bit, but all in all, be happy. God bless you. Do your yeah. best. Yeah. Be you. But with him, because he is a noted scumbag, yeah. like it's just like, oh, of course you fucking scumbag. I don't know. Like there's a – you can – like if it was a nice – like if Channing Tatum – yeah. yeah, which is C- like I'm take. super in defeat. It's like, hey, Cindy, let me take off them high heels. You'd be like, oh, ah, my, that's my boy. <laughs> well, let's see a little of the old soft shoe, speaking of. Yeah, speaking of feet, why don't you hoof it there, yeah. Tatum? Show uh, C. Tate them toots. That's what he needs. Gotta Tate them toots. Tate them toots. Tate toots. Tate toots. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Podcasts. 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 They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like this. Like this. Like this. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. 
That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Danielle Radford, nerd and stuff. Oh, we got sponsors up on this shit. Let's hear about them. Well, first of all, we're supported in part by our friends at Casper. What do they make? Mattresses, baby. Oh, yeah. You got to get on them. Oh, sleep right there. <laughs> it's, wait, I... Is Ca- that a good slogan for Casper? Casper. Sleep right there. <laughs> well, well can, can I just do an alt? Okay. Casper. Night, night, baby. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, Casper, they make a mattress. They ship it to you in a magical fucking box. Obsessively engineered, shockingly fair price. I got a Casper mattress myself. You, you know sleep what? on it? You know what I do? You know what I, you know what I say when I get into my bedroom? You say night night baby. Night night baby. Yeah, risk-free trial and return policy. What you do, you should try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days, free delivery to the US and Canada, and if you don't like it, you send it right on back. They are made in America and you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com/jjgo and using promo code jjgo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Casper. Night, night, baby. Also, we want to thank our friends at VG Kids. They print our uh, uh, they print our in-house T-shirts here at Max Fun. Oh, yeah, and they do a great job. They are a full-service screen printing company specializing in high-quality silkscreen rock posters, movie posters, and art prints. They make glow-in-the-dark stuff. Cool. They make blacklight stuff. Hell, yeah. They can print it on paper. They can make special clothing. You got eco-friendly options. They do a great job. I met these VG kids, the titular VG mm-hmm. kids, one time when I was in, uh, uh, when we were up there in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, they do a nice job. They're sweet people, um, and you can get 10% off uh, by mentioning Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, VGKids.com. There's some nice grown-up punk rockers. Oh, yeah. You know, responsible punk rockers. Nothing better than a responsible grown-up punk rocker. I mean, what's nicer than that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've had one good slogan. That's been best. That's basically all I got in me today. VG Kids, print it. That's that's good. Yeah. How about this? VG Kids, night night, baby. No, that's no. You can't just use the same. Jordan, okay. you can't just. Come on, cut me some slack here. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse, go drop us a line. Teresa at maximumfun dot org. Uh, if you want to get up on the jumbotron and share your message with the world. Whether it's a happy birthday, uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Dearest madam. <laughs> Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Let's say you want to get uh, you want to have them, one of the McElroys say your name, mm-hmm. but they're booked for the rest of the year. Settle for us. Settle for us. <laughs> MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll talk to you more in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Danielle Radford, still a nerd. Um, we have an update. Our producer, Danny, mm-hmm. our engineer this week, Danny, associate producer. Call him. Eh, Brian, you're fired. Close friend. <laughs> our producer, Danny. <laughs> is has done some research into what animals come in your calamari. Mm-hmm. When you order squids, are those baby octopuses or just small squids? He says they are in fact. Well, Danny's right here. Danny, what's the answer mm-hmm. to the question? So there's actually, no, there are squids, but there's also baby octopuses. The baby octopuses look like little octopuses, though. The, the ones that look like little octopuses, those are actual little octopuses. Yeah, those are little octopuses. Then there's squids. In the They're not just there. a squid that had two tentacles removed and its head shaved down. No, those are actually uh, baby octopuses. And then you'd, we just eat them whole. Yeah, because you're powerful. Okay. <laughs> Danny, I want you to find out where they get the little octopuses. Where you get those. You take them from their octopus mommy. <laughs> well, when then what do you do with the octopus mommy, though? You just, you know, you let her you let her swim alone <laughs> throughout the water. Solve complex problems. Yeah. Hold on. Note to self, call Pixar about movie idea. <laughs> She's got to make more baby octopuses no, for but us to eat whole. Danny, look up. Where do you get them? Look it up. Are you, are you going to start eating, <laughs> preparing your own baby octopi? I'm just curious where you get them. Sure. Because they're so little. And you're a curious guy. Squids are bigger and you chop them up. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that. So where? how do you catch those little octopuses? Do they just hang out with the squids because the squids are bigger and they think it'll make them look cool? Yeah. It probably is. Yeah, it's probably yeah. a you know nerd jock situation. Mm-hmm. Squids, of course, the jocks of the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Octopuses doing the homework. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Where's my book report, octopus? Uh, it'll be done by the time... I've only got eight arms. Period is out. <laughs> oh, we have a lot of undersea fun. <laughs> okay, well, when something momentous and of course, happens to everybody you... everybody wants to fuck those muscles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those hot, oh, sexy muscles. God, nothing hotter than a bivalve, baby. Oh, yeah. Ooh, suck it in, take out the nutrients, blow it out. Oh, Maybe yeah. just a cloaca. That's the only thing hotter. Mm, oh, yeah. Good... Ooh, a nasty yeah. little cloaca. Yeah, just one hole. Just one I, call hole. That, I call that a power hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get up in that power hole. You can put whatever in there mm-hmm. or yeah. shoot it, whatever out of there. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Multifunctional, you ever seen, baby. You ever been down to Tijuana seen one of those cloaca shows? <laughs> Gosh, yeah, during my bachelor party. It was oh, wild. It was oh wild. Oh, God, it's outrageous. Um, when something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Take out your phone. Put it in there. 206-984-4FUN. It's our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's our first call. Hey, guys. Um, this is Will from Baltimore. I'm a photographer for a major research university on the East Coast, and uh, I was walking around campus taking uh, late spring, early summer photos around campus, and I saw a squirrel eating a nut, took photos of him, and then I realized it wasn't a nut at all. It was a tater tot. It was a squirrel eating a tater tot, and it was yeah, fantastic. Dope. That's dope. Anyhow, thanks, guys. Bye. What are you doing? Post... Post it on fucking Reddit, asshole. Tater tot squirrel is the next milkshake squirrel, which was the next pizza rat. Yeah. You've got a fucking animal meme on your hands. That's me. Didn't I'm that. That's me. That's what everyone will say when they see tot squirrel. I'm that. It me. <laughs> That's me. I'm that. 
I'm all of this. I that's wait, me. Wait, Jordan. Who we be? I it me, Tot Squirrel. That's me. I'm that. Do you think DMX is mad that he invented who we be and not it me? <laughs> he's like, I almost invented. Do you think he's like he's he's in the studio right now working on a remix that goes, they don't know that it me. <laughs> <laughs> that sleepy dog. <laughs> I'm talking about sleepy dogs and kitties. Yeah. Man, I'm really good at song, at, at song on, parodies. I'm Monday. the new Eliza Skinner. It's me on Monday. <laughs> My improv musical skills mm-hmm. are astonishing. <laughs> oh, just magical. Why are we? We I should. This should not be the first time I'm hearing about Tot Squirrel. Yeah, this what, is I fucking agree. irresponsible of this guy. Well, for one thing, this jack off shooting stills. Yeah, it's 2017, baby. Get 360. Some, get some vids. Have Maybe. you heard of moving pictures? Yeah, yeah I, I want Zotropes. an immersive. I want an immersive Tot experience. Oh, yeah. I want to be able to put it in my uh, Google Cardboard and mm-hmm. on the front page of the New York Times. Take a look around. Ooh, look at that top. Mm, get, yeah. a, get one of those daguerreotypes and just uh, just make a squirrel. Go to you know, town. You know what's dope about the immersive experience? Mm. You can play spot the tot. Yeah. So, like, you're looking around. That's just the courtyard of a major Eastern university. Mm-hmm. Oh, look over there. It's just some more courtyard. And, oh, there we go. There's that tot, baby. Man, you know, the one of the... One of I think the times that I fucked up the worst in my yeah, life. Right, they've all been tot related. They've all most of them have been. I mean, I listen. I've made a lot of mistakes. There's that time you ate so many tater tots that you vomited, and then that other time that you dropped your sister's baby. Yeah, those two. <laughs> but the internet related one. Yeah, was I was. You guys know that I work in show business. I work on what we call the lot. Right. And the lot can get really busy. And we should explain for, hustle, for, bustle. For people who aren't in show business like you are, the lot is kind of like where the magic happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the nerve center, the beating heart that feels showbiz and therefore the imagination of America. Right. Yeah. They're like uh, warehouses that are hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, you know, so you'll see people coming and coming and going in costume. You know, you'll see you'll see people loading in a set. Look, like, we've oh, all seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. We yeah. know what the lot is like. <laughs> so I saw people, uh, you know, a little corral of extras working on something or another, and sitting on like a folding chair with his head in his hands, like you know, a head in his hands, like a what have I done kind of pose. A what 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 am I? What have I become? Mm-hmm. Was a guy dressed like Elvis? <laughs> I mean. If I could have gotten a fucking quality shot of sad Elvis, I mean, that I mean that would blow fucking Tot Squirrel out of the water. Can I suggest uh, some text for that macro? Hmm. Who we be. Yeah. Mm. It me. I'm that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go with who we be. Mm-hmm. I like it for DMX and I like it for this. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a rough year, baby. God damn. Oh, boy. What, what about uh, DMX? What about DMX Elvis? God damn. <laughs> God damn, my dogs is barking. I think, <laughs> I think it's getting too complicated. God damn. My friends are like dogs. It's a metaphor. <laughs> Everything I do is a goddamn dog metaphor, Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. He's stuck into the Colonel. <laughs> DMX about Elvis time someone stuck into the Colonel. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's let's take another call. 
Hi, Jordan, Jesse Go. This is Nick from uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, I just got some terrible news. I guess it's a moment of shame. Uh, I've been keeping a pretty watchful eye on Craigslist and other places to try to pick up my own skee-ball uh, machine, like the classic arcade 14-foot-long monstrosity. Pause the... Pause the... Is that the bad news? Is that he he's spending his time on this? <laughs> now Jesse is a man who is lusting after a tape changer. You should have some sympathy for this guy. To be fair, tape changers aren't 14 feet long. That's true. There's a space issue, but maybe he lives on in one of Montana. those big lofts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I watched uh, the movie When Harry Met Sally the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'd never seen it before, actually. It's a good movie. It's funny. Um, fuck. When he got divorced and moved in or broke up with his girlfriend and moved into this giant loft, I was like, all I want in the world now is to live in a loft in New York from 1988. <laughs> That's all I want in the sure. world. And if you got that, if you got that Billy Crystal shit, yeah, yeah put yeah. a ski ball in that motherfucker. Get put a ski ball in. Wear a corduroy jacket over a plaid shirt. Oh, you look great. Yeah. You look fantastic while you're ski balling. But what are you going to turn in those tickets for? That's the real question. Just get your own little store of pencil toppers and tootsie rolls. I. I have been unfair to this guy who mm-hmm. called in, this caller, because I've been to Worcester, Massachusetts, spent some time there on a college tour once, some great universities there. Besides that, you mostly got Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so Ooh. That's your, you basically got some, some world-class university, and you got some Dunkin' Donuts. Then you can dunk it. And besides that, you got home ski ball. <laughs> so I understand. This guy's just trying to pass the time. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Press play on this fucking thing, Danny. Arcade, fourteen foot long monstrosity. Finally found one for a very, very good price. Was about to buy it, and now my ride has fallen through. So <laughs> that thing I found out, it's already gone. Sold to the next guy. Uh, person, I don't know. Uh, man. Moment of shame for sure. Had ski ball in my house. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Oh, oh, wow. This went from, I, I was, <laughs> oh, wow. His ride fell through. <laughs> oh, man. I <laughs> thought I was going to get a skee-ball machine. Oh, baby. That's all oh, I wanted. Sad Elvis. Wait, can I? Oh, bring... uh, I guess I'll have to get a Dunkachino. <laughs> can I give you, can I give you a uh, uh, meme, uh, Sad Elvis DMX? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. I don't know how computers work. I don't know. The lady from Hot 97 has to show me how to use a mouse. <laughs> God damn. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I'm rumored to be addicted to crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rumored to. Um, okay. Oh. This, is, this became maybe my favorite call in the history of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, soon, I, well, what is it? I like it, but I don't that, understand. The, yeah, the, magic, the magical ingredient of this is this man is on a quixotic quest to own his own skee-ball machine, which, while dorky and, and ill-advised, is nonetheless an admirable sure. quest. Mm-hmm. There's a charm. There's a charm to it because he's saving his Craigslist search. Mm-hmm. He's going through everything. You know, he's got to get that ski ball. Is this machine. the? Is this going towards he he 
he's prioritized a life where he gets a skee-ball machine but not a car. Yes! <laughs> he doesn't even have a friend who shows up yeah. to help him get the skee-ball machine. He has prioritized this even over having one friend with a car mm-hmm. that he can rely on. Well, that's just time taken away from skee-balling. Sure. <laughs> yeah. From balling. That's what they call it. They, they just call it, it balling, straight balling. Well, he straight doesn't ballin'. have a skee-ball machine, so he's phantom balling. Yeah. Mm. He's just working on his form. But if he makes it, so if he gets one, and he makes it so you don't have to put in a quarter, he's free balling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so magic. It's, it's the grandness of his vision, mm-hmm. the grand dorkiness of his vision. But, like, that's a really ambitious piece of equipment. Like, that requires its own – it's like a grand piano. Like, it's not like he's even trying to get an arcade street fighter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a huge thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. It requires a room in his home. It's a – it is all-encompassing. Yeah. But he also doesn't have a friend to give him a ride. He's just playing skee-ball all alone. Is solo solo balling. Solo balling. Couldn't even rent a pickup from U-Haul. That's my other – so you save enough to get the skee-ball machine, but $50 more for a U-Haul Right, exactly, much. yeah. Pick Enterprise. They pick you up. They pick you up, buddy. And then maybe you can get the Enterprise guy to play with you since no one else will. Oh, that would be sweet if he yeah. struck, up a, struck up a friendship with the Enterprise guy. It's yeah. like, oh, skee-ball machine. I haven't seen one of these in years. Well, I'm going to plug it in. Yeah, Let's crack open some brewskis. You want to come over and give me a hand job? Let's pour some Tito's <laughs> vodka. Jerk each other off. We call it ballin'. Yeah, we call it ballin'. <laughs> Big ballin', baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN is the telephone number to call. Danny, do we have an update on where they get those uh, octopuses? Uh, nothing specific. God damn it! <laughs> Go, turn off your fucking microphone. <laughs> Why do I pay? He gets paid to be here. Well, I think it's a secret that the calamari industry guards pretty closely. Danielle's not getting paid. I'm not She's here on her own recognizance. I don't know what own recognizance means. Hmm. I think it means I just figured out where the studio was and showed up. Yeah. (laughs) If you you just wander in, you could be on the show. Hey, guys, I've recogged. When's uh, the show starting? I think it means that you were arrested earlier, but they released you. (laughs) Oh, no, she can go to the studio on her own recognizance. Uh, Yeah, you made bail earlier i think that's what that means anyway yeah 206-984-4fun give us a call uh let us know when something momentous happens to you or where those little where those little octopuses come from how they get them they do they do little divers go grab them oh tiny divers it's probably tiny divers oh that's my favorite elton john song by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go la 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 Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every week, we release a medical history podcast called Sawbones. We go over the history of the dumbest, grossest, weirdest stuff humans have been doing to each other since the dawn of mankind. But it's a funny show. But it's also so disgusting and stomach-turning, you won't believe it. But it's also, like, (laughs) funny. It's funny. It is the wildest, grossest, nastiest stuff you can imagine. It's a real hoot. It's called Sawbones, and we release it every week on iTunes, wherever podcasts are sold, and right here on MaximumFun.org.
It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Danielle Radford, wrestling aficionado. Yeah, that's why you're the co-host of the smash hit podcast, Tights and Fights, from MaximumFun.org. That is why I am the co-host of the smash hit podcast, Tights and Fights, from MaximumFun.org. Alongside our friends, Open Mike Eagle and Hal Lublin. Lovely men. Lovely men. You know what? Three of the best. You know, I'd say. You know what? Oh, you know what? Open Mike Eagle tweeted at me when I tweeted that picture of the cassette changer. Hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, that feels. Yeah. Uh, I'll tweet things at him, and he'll be like, "I don't know how we're friends." <laughs> <laughs> Why are we friends? Yeah, and I'll be like, "Cause wrestling," and he'll be like, "Okay." Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, guys, I got an open Mike Eagle story too. I don't, and I don't know how this will shake out. Is it about how he looks good in jogger pants? <laughs> no, God, jogger I pants. Know, right? You're like, he looks great. In he these looks great. What the? What are you doing, Mike? How do you pull off jogger pants? And I and I hope this happens. Yeah. It, it might not. Uh, I'm uh, the the weekend before this airs. I I am going to uh, to San Francisco to work at the Colossal Cluster Fest, which is a Comedy Central comedy festival. Doing some bits on it for a special that'll that'll air that Sunday. If you missed it, I'm sorry. Maybe it's on demand or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but uh, you know, we're bu- so we're booking guests to come by and do bits for this thing. Right. Guess who's the first one to say yes? Open Mike Eagle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. we we we're planning a segment, and again, I don't know if this will happen. Called comedians on segways eating bread bowls. <laughs> it's a a loving homage to comedians in cars getting coffee. Right. And a, and an homage to the greatest features of the city by the bay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Segways. Mm-hmm. And those famous bread bowls. The famous bread bowls that all San Franciscans love. Of course. You get you grab one before work. You grab yeah. one. You hop on the trolley. You nom on that while you're hanging off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. they don't even put soup in it. You just need the bowl shape. Yeah. yeah. Is what makes the bread San Franciscans are constantly talking about clams. Mm-hmm. And, how, and what kind of soups to put them in. <laughs> yeah. So, we don't specify what's in this bread bowl. It could be anything. Right. Open Mike Eagle says, I, I'm interested in doing this segment. Uh-huh. Can the bread bowl be filled with tequila? <laughs> <laughs> and we said, fuck yeah. I don't, again, I, don't, I hope it happens. I hope yeah. that's something you saw on the special. Yeah. Still a lot of ins and outs. This could but be some, God bless him. God fucking bless him. Could be some legal issues that could lead to it just being a bisque. Sure. Yeah. It could be. A, yeah. It could be a bisque, or that doesn't get you fucked up. Yeah. But maybe he can ride tandem. Can you, can you ride tandem on a Segway, or is it really just like a Seg One? So yeah. Oh, I, I think, think if they should have one. a little sidecar, or maybe yeah. that's what a hoverboard is. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like if you have one person who's the designated Segway driver. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mike either attached to the back or just kind of sitting or just standing with legs akimbo. I think that that could work. That's a good solution. Mm-hmm. You guys mentioned that I don't drink earlier, but is it okay if I still have a signature drink order? And it's a bread Absolutely. bowl filled with tequila? <laughs> I was just going to say maybe a vodka bisque. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And you got to use Tito's because it's smooth. <laughs> I mean, bisque. real smooth. Wolf Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle. Is there anything else other than tights and fights that we should look for from you? Oh, so many because uh, I don't have a real job. Um, so uh, if you're into watching nerds play really fun nerd games, I do a thing on Hyper RPG uh, every Wednesday at like 9.30 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time and people watch it. It's great. Um, I don't uh, think called, our audience will be interested in that, but go ahead. <laughs> called, uh, called Vanquished, okay. where I role play. 
and that's dope. And then um, our audience are a little squiddier than that. <laughs> a little more squiddy, a little yeah. more squidsies. I, of course, am uh, joking. That is the main thing our audience will be interested in. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they will love that particular program. They will almost certainly prefer it to this program. Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, in fact, I, I feel weird about driving them to that because they will prefer it. <laughs> um, and then also, so uh, in July, I will be in Portland um, for the Portland... Um, queer comedy festival thing. Um, well, I don't so know. It's a good name. Good name. Listeners in Portland. I'm kidding. We do. We have a lot of them, <laughs> and they'll like that role playing show. Yeah. So that'll. That's a. So that's a thing. If you're in uh, Portland, um, and you would like to come watch a bunch of us be queer as fuck, that is happening in July. Um, from July 13th to other days. <laughs> and, uh, and also, you can. I'll be at VidCon. Um, with my show Fat and Fly as Fuck, which is the show where I talk about how dope and chubby I am. And that is, um, when is that? So it's probably VidCon weekend. It is VidCon weekend. It is that Thursday of VidCon weekend if Hell you yeah. are in the Los Angeles area. Yeah, look for the person who isn't a pretty teenager falling over. Yeah. Yep. Look at the look at the one who wore sensible shoes. <laughs> Just look down and be like, Pumas, that's Danielle. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a that's a good call. That's a good call. Well, I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to all of that different stuff, Danielle. So many things. I don't have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Danielle. A lady you know. Sure. <laughs> um, well, that's a joy. Uh I think we can announce this now. If we can't, Brian will cut it out of the show. Great. We're coming to the London Podcast Festival, baby. Yeah, we are, baby. London, England, baby. Yeah. Knock, knock, sure. go to sleep. <laughs> knock, knock, go to sleep. <laughs> Is that that slogan? I think it's night-night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think our that should be our official, listen, for this jot to London, Yeah, Jordan, Jesse, go. Yeah. Knock, knock, go to sleep. <laughs> 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 Our show is a tribute. If you to, come to see us at the London to severe jet lag, <laughs> no. yeah, that's not until what September. Yeah, but get it's your a... asses ready. Yeah, London, lube up your holes. Here comes the meat. <laughs> yeah, get your cloacas ready. Yeah, clean out that cloaca because they coming. Yeah, oh, we're gonna be all up in you. We're gonna be doing funny stuff in front of those hat guys mm-hmm. from the palace. Sure. We're gonna be riding on cable cars. <laughs> We're gonna be going straight to the top of the Sears Tower. We're doing everything that one has to offer. Watch out, London. Sure. We're tearing down that wall. <laughs> they got a Six Flags there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Can't wait to go to Six Flags oh, over London. I feel like I have not even been to London unless I've had one of Six Flags' famous bread bowl Ooh. tequila drinks. <laughs> yum, yum. Oh. Mm, that's how I drink it right Ooh. there. It's Six Flags, London, England. <laughs> <laughs> With President Theresa May mm-hmm. of England. And Justin Trudeau. And everybody. And Justin Trudeau, the handsome dancer of London. <laughs> yes. London's handsomest dancer. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it depends on what your what app you use, um, but you should be able to find a button that says something like 
unsubscribe. <laughs> so <laughs> just go ahead and click that. Yeah. Uh, check out Daniel's role-playing show. You'll like that a yeah, lot. Yeah, you'll prefer that. Daniel Baruella on the boards this week. Our producer, of course, the charming and delightful Sonny D, Brian Fernandez. He's at work right now, folks. His real job. Mm-hmm. He's at work. He's just doing his work. He's out, he's out here doing his work. Yo, man got to work. Get that work. You know what I say to him? Work. <laughs> work, work. Work, work, work. Yeah, you got it, baby. Mm-hmm. Work, work, baby. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's knock, knock. Go to sleep, Jesse. <laughs> work, work, baby. Go to sleep. <laughs> it's London time. <laughs> like they say in foggy London town. <laughs> oh, home of the famous jackets. Yeah. All uh, those. Why don't they call London Burlington Coat Factory? I think they should. It's the home of those famous jackets. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, it's a branding opportunity that they're missing out on. You know what? We've pitched a lot of great ideas for slogans for London. Mm-hmm. But I have one final selection. Okay. More than just great coats. <laughs> that's good. What about this? More than meets the eye. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Trans London. Uh, <laughs> maximum fun. .reddit.com. You can chat about this on Reddit. Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. At Jesse Thorne. At Jordan underscore Morris. At Danielle Radford, right? Yeah. Uh, a holler at all of us there. Uh, tell us what you thought of the show. If you've got corrections, hit up at I am Papa John on Twitter. I ate some Papa John's pizza at a, pe- at a pool party this weekend. Yeah, it's not great, huh? No, it is not. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's bad It's not pizza. a strong pizza. It is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's sitting a little bit on top of Domino's in yeah. the bad pizza category. <sighs> yeah, category is not good of mm-hmm. pizza. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, I just want to dedicate this show uh, to some folks who have really changed my life. I'm sorry to get serious. <laughs> sure, no, no, show, no, fine, yeah. Some folks who really had an incredible effect on my life, changed my life, gave me, in a lot of ways, the career that I never would otherwise have imagined I even could have. That's those clowns in Washington. <laughs> okay, all right. I thought we were roping it in. For this episode. We'll be back in just a second. No, <laughs> next week. Talk to you next time. I'm Jordan Jesse Grell. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.